1: Episode of Light Ears. We are recording this at 5 30 on Sunday, uh Sunday evening. So if there is new news pertaining to James Wiseman after this comes out, not much we can do about that. Uh, with that said, I have Kyle Madsen from Candlestick Chronicles sitting in for Andy Lou. And we have a special guest, Dr. Rajpal Brar from 3CB Performance. We've had Dr. Rajpal on before, um, sadly to do with Clay Thompson. I really don't like having you come on regularly because it's like bearer of bad news. But uh, with that said, how are you doing, Doc?
2: Not too bad, man. I kind of hate myself at this point. I'm like the freaking Grim Reaper when I come on here.
1: Right. So, so let's just get right into it now. So uh, this isn't as bad as the clay Thompson news. Uh, Nothing can be kind of the gut punch. That was the day before the season uh, or camp started, but here's what we know. James Wiseman has torn his meniscus. The warriors have not ruled him out for the season yet. He is seeing specialists. So we don't we do not know the degree of the tear at this point, only um, that he's torn it. So, Doc, can you start here? Because the meniscus is, it's its better, I guess, than tearing the ACL, but it, there's there appears to be a large range of outcomes, right?
2: Yeah, well, firstly, I actually thought this was good news when I saw the injury because he came down in a very awkward manner on the one leg. The reason I think he might not have avoided a major injury was that he came down on the front of his foot and kind of rolled off of it, so it wasn't like that planted injury that we typically see. So, but with the meniscus, like you said, there's, there's a large variance depending on two major things, the extent of the tear, how severe it is. And then secondly, also is the location of the tear as well. And so what they're going through right now is a triage of, there's some meniscus injuries, or severity that, that can scar down and you don't need a procedure for them and they're okay. But then if it's decided he does need surgery then you have two options what's called a partial meniscectomy meaning you remove that piece of tissue that's damaged or a meniscus repair where you repair the piece of tissue the repair is only eligible for tears that are in a certain part of the meniscus on the periphery because there's blood flow to that area otherwise the that tissue won't repair
1: Interesting. So last night, um, Anthony Slater wrote on the injury. Um, Anthony, super reliable. He did say the internal belief within the warriors was that the James Wiseman right knee injury wasn't too serious. So does that clue you into anything here? Or is that just kind of examination without MRI? They're, they're not really sure at that point.
2: That tells me that they probably thought it was, it wasn't a ligament.
1: Okay. That's, That's what, that's
2: what I would think hearing that.
3: So, they go through all this testing on this meniscus. What's the best case scenario and what's the worst case scenario? Best case scenario
2: is that it's that small tear we talked about that can scar down without surgery, possibly comes back, I would say, maybe like three weeks ish, right? Worst case scenario is if he has what's called a, if he needs removal of that piece of tissue on the lateral outer part of his knee. And so, in that case, so the, the lateral outside of the knee with the meniscus it has unique biomechanics where it's loaded a lot and so if you have a piece of tissue on that part of your meniscus removed studies show you can have a rel- there's you can have you start to have changes in the knee within 5 years afterwards so that's really the worst case scenario
0: mm.
1: Now with the best case does that does that mean there's a chance he could see the floor again this season or his best case just he'll be recovered. Cause we have what five weeks left in the season until mm-hmm. the playoffs begin. The Warriors are in the playing game. I don't really see a scenario in which they're not in the play-in game, May 20th or 19th or whenever it begins. Do you think that is, is that at all possible considering it's he's torn something in his meniscus?
2: Yeah. And I, I think it is. And I think the fact that they're still assessing Tells you that it may, it might, there might be some gray area there right now. Whereas if they had done, I don't know if they've released if they had MRI or not yet. But if there was a severe tear, they're likely a complex tear. They're likely going to rule them out for surgery immediately. So I I just don't, I can't remember if they've, if imaging was released. I don't know how Woj and I know Woj and Shams were part of the reporting on this. They
1: they did say that they did an MRI. They did not say any of it was released to the public. Just the result of the MRI was yeah. a tear to the meniscus, and they're seeing specialists to determine next steps. And they weren't ready to, you know, make any judgment. So I I would I would assume that means it, you know that it was a there's a little bit of gray area, right?
2: Yeah, that's my assumption. That's that's certainly my assumption. I would think if they saw an MRI and it was a complex, you know, severe tear that immediately requires surgery, then you wouldn't even see this follow up assessment.
3: Is this something I know? I know you, were, when we talked about the worst case, you said it could wind up kind of changing the knee. If it's not that, is this something that you should be able to recover from fully?
2: Yeah, very much so. I mean, meniscus injuries, yeah, I mean, they can cause irritation, have some swelling, but they're, they're quite common and, and players recover know very well from them and they haven't they happen so often as well that some of the procedures and rehab has really kind of become very very targeted and effective
1: so i don't know if this because this is you know trying to read the tea leaves based on what's been released and obviously no one's seen imaging you haven't mm-hmm. so you're just speculating the fact that they haven't ruled him out for the entire season and all that sort of stuff are we to believe that this is um not a Chris Stapps Porzingis or Jaron Jackson situation where it's just like they need the full surgery and they need four to six months
2: yeah I mean honestly Jaron Jackson that's an interest I'm I'm not even sure what's going on he had a repair I don't know if he had any setbacks but Porzingis had that three-month repair right and so it's hard to say I mean I would think they I mean let's say if the tear is like close to that zone where it can be repaired, but it might not be close enough, right? That might be part of why it's taking longer. It also might be an idea where, hey, is this tear, do the extent of it, is it possible where we don't need surgery here and it can scar down, right? And so it could be either of those. And it's just difficult to know in that regard.
1: If it is that full meniscus tear, can we assume he would not be playing in summer league, which is four months from now, in the middle of August?
2: I would think honestly, either way he's playing. To be honest with you, so a, okay. a rep, the, the average return timeline on a meniscus repair is about three months, little bit longer if it's on the outer lateral side, typically maybe like three and a half ish. So uh, maybe he mo- wouldn't be playing with that, just because if they want to ramp him up a right. little bit slower rather than have him jump into summer league, which is still more intense. Any game you play is gonna be more intense than a controlled rehab setting. So that might be a case where I could see that. And let's say if he, that's a good good point. Let's say if he does have a repair and he's not playing in summer league, that to me right away would say, hey, he probably had a lateral repair.
1: Got it, got it. Okay. Dr. Archibald, we appreciate you. You want to plug anything before we get out of here? Before you get out of here? Oh, yeah. I
2: was going to say.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast.
2: I'll probably have a video on this tomorrow morning if anyone wants to check that out kind of just going through what we talked about and kind of a triage you know feel free to follow me on social media 3CB performance and so you know I I went to Cal so during the we believe era so I (laughs) I, I still follow the Warriors a little bit.
1: No, I appreciate it. Those breakdowns are always great. Um, you know, sometimes morbid with injuries, but sometimes it's it's not the worst case. And hopefully that's the case really with not. James Wiseman. So I, appreciate, agree, I agree. appreciate you, Doc. Look, no one's perfect. Even the best baseball players strike out with the bases loaded. The best golfers sometimes three-pot with the tournament on the line. So if you feel like you're coming up short in the bedroom sometimes, it's perfectly okay. But if it's bothering you, there are options. Go to roman.com slash light years now. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A US licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, it ships to you free with two day shipping. The whole process is straightforward and discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash LightYears and complete an online visit. Take care of your ED without leaving your home. Complete an online visit today to connect with a doctor and take care of it. Go to GetRoman.com slash LightYears and get $15 off your first month. Look, there's a straightforward way to take care of your ED. GetRoman.com slash LightYears. Get started now to save $15 off your first month of treatment. And we're back. Okay. I'm I'm going to be honest with you, Kyle. Yeah. Short-term gut punch, but now I have a little optimism just in terms of next year. My biggest fear is it's the type of surgery that does not allow him to work on his game in the summer. That's why I <laughs> asked about summer's league. Um, It'd be nice to have Wiseman for the rest of the season. Every minute he plays is valuable experience. But what really matters is he has that summer to really work on his game and, yeah. you know, maybe makes a bigger jump from year one to two because we we forget he had no summer league last year, the whole pandemic. He had just a weird rookie year. Like he he's primed to take a bigger step from year one to year two than your average player is.
3: Yeah. And I think too, I had said on, on, 95.7 the game this morning I said that I was already taking this as kind of like his freshman year of college right like it was just I was just pushing his timeline down a year this was the growing learning you know do whatever any good stuff that came out of this year on the court is just kind of gravy mm-hmm. this I think I know they haven't ruled him out for the year but I'm guessing he's done for the year that's what I'm and thinking, kind of that's him what I'm back thinking too. for the last week of the season just to I mean, get him healthy, get him right, and like you said, he needs he needs a ton of work this offseason. He needs to get into summer league. He needs to play in those games. So I I I think no matter what, he's probably done for the year. At least that's what I would I would do. Um, but like you said, the bigger deal is next year. And as long as this isn't something that's going to impact him there, I think that's that's uh, uh, Doc said it was good news off top. So that's kind of that's kind of how I felt too when it wasn't an acl or an mcl or something like that
1: that's how i feel like there's there's two angles to this one um if it was a major knee surgery and you're one of those people who think the warriors are going to trade him plus all the picks for Mm -hmm. like a superstar that you know if he tore something like his acl that might hinder it something like this is not going to affect his trade value at all anyone who's trading for him would be interested in, you know, they're a rebuilding team. If you're trading your best player for 19 year olds, you're, Mm -hmm. you're looking four years down the line. So on the one hand that, but more likely than not, he will be a warrior next year, which is probably a great thing. Mm -hmm. Um, They need him to work over the summer and finding out this is potentially a knee injury. That's more of the one to three month variety than the Mm -hmm. six to nine month variety means he will still have, a lot of time to work on it you know one month would be end of would be middle of may end of may three months would be july he would still have four months before the season started to really do those tailored workouts to work on his defense work on his jump shot whatever skills the warriors determine they want him to improve on going into next year
3: i hope they want him to improve on his jump shot fingers crossed
1: (laughs) absolutely
3: But, but i one of the things that does suck though is if he is done for the season, I mean, it felt like there was, I don't want to say turning a corner because that, that implies some dramatic change in his game, but it felt like he was turning smaller corners. Like you started to see the light bulb going off a little bit on defense and a little bit, you know, not always in the right spot, but in the right spot a little more often than he used to be. And, and same thing offensively. It felt like there was this tangible growth coming and then he gets hurt. And now he's just done for the, probably done for the season.
1: Yeah. It felt like the last three games he was playing with a lot of aggression using Mm -hmm. those physical gifts, really just kind of owning the paint. Um, I thought the Milwaukee game might've been his best half of basketball, just given the competition level. I know they didn't have Giannis, but that's still a very good team that he kind of owned the interior on, which has not been something he's done all year as a rookie. And you know, it does suck for him that that's happening. I think we just got to look at the, the bright side of it. It's, you know, hopefully not the worst injury. It's mm-hmm. not the worst case. Even if he has the worst meniscus injury possible, um, the one that the doc laid out, that would be like in the four plus month variety.
0: Mm-hmm. That's
1: still substantially better than an ACL tear or yes. anything else that can yes. happen in the knee. So we got to look at it that way. Yeah. Um, I want to, I want to, before we get out of here, let's talk about the short term here. Now the Warriors have Kevon Looney, our guy, Alan smiley and Draymond Green at center. Hey
3: Juan Toscano-Anderson.
1: Yeah, Juan Juan, Juan will get into the rotation. But, yeah, it's exactly. Juan Toscano-Anderson. They, anyone they sign from here on out would not be playoff eligible. So this is kind of what they have to roll with the rest of the way. I'm sure they will pick up uh, – maybe they'll bring Damian Jones back or someone on a 10-day, a couple 10 days, to just help them get through the rest of the season. But mm-hmm. – what do you think this does for the Warriors as they're fighting for the play-in? They're dealing with the Pelicans right on their heel. Um, you know, they, they don't have enough breathing room that they can just start sliding.
3: Yeah, that's what I – like, Kerr's going to have to get creative, right? We've, we've been in – we've seen him in this spot before when Wiseman's been out, but it's never been pretty. It's never worked. Like, size was a problem when they had a guy who was seven feet tall in their lineup, and and now, now they don't. Um, I'm fascinated to see what the answer is um, because there's not, I, I, I have, I have no idea what, what they do because you know what they do for a week or a week right. and a half. We've seen them do it before. And but- we know
1: that small ball lineup is their best lineup. Right. But if they have no alternative, there does come a point where Draymond and Juan gone and Anderson just probably don't have legs like the 50% of the reason you want big men in there is so you can use Draymond at center when you need to, you don't Mm -hmm. want, you don't want Draymond, you know, playing 48 minutes a game at center because he's not going to make it through a month and a half of basketball like that.
3: Right. And that's, that's the issue they run into. Okay. So even if they get through these last 19 games and they fight off the Pelicans and let's say they let's just, let's get crazy and say they pass the Spurs. Now they're in a play in game where they've, busted their asses they're way undersized and they've busted their asses to get there and now they're in a play-in situation against uh you know san antonio or memphis or whoever it is and that just you like that matchup where they're healthy you right. don't like it as much when uh they're running on fumes after 19 games of not having a player over 6-9 in their lineup
1: yeah And then, and then that, that comes to the other point of Looney isn't exactly Mr. Durability himself. Uh, They've tried to keep him under 20 minutes just because of, I mean, he's had more hip surgeries than any 25 year old on earth should have, but um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I guess, keep your fingers crossed that the Wiseman meniscus news does remain on the lower side of outcomes in terms of it because what really matters is him being healthy in the summertime and working on his game and getting to where they want him to get next season
3: and i think ideally it's something really minimal where you know it's that three week kind of time frame where okay maybe he misses the rest of the regular season but by the time a possible playing game comes around maybe he can play in that and give him 15 minutes
1: Right. Even if he comes back, it's not like you're going to get the James Wiseman you saw today, but like maybe if you can give him 10 minutes in a playing game, that might be the difference that might help them out. Um, Last question before I let you go. Does the Wiseman meniscus news affect the, the 49ers selecting Mac Jones at number three?
3: Yeah, I think so. I think it has to, right?
1: <laughs> they have to go in a different direction. They have to yeah. look for a quarterback with more athleticism to make up for James Wiseman being out exactly. on the Warriors.
3: Exactly. I think they they are going to look for the tallest available. They need size. Um, they're going to look for the biggest available quarterback and bring him in.
1: Kyle Trask, back in play.
3: Yeah, that a- absolutely. I don't <laughs> think he was ever out of play. All smoke screen. Trask at three. Who says no?
1: Absolutely. All right, Kyle, appreciate you. You got anything you want to plug? Got it.
3: Uh Candlestick Chronicles, subscribe, rate, and review if you haven't. We're doing locker rooms um leading up to and after the draft. Uh so, so stay locked in there.
1: Yeah, it's fun watching you guys have the same anxiety Andy and I have from now until the draft. Very fun. It's
3: uh <laughs> what's funny is the the uh the similarities that, that you guys have about Steve Kerr that 49ers fans have about Kyle Shanahan and his unwillingness to do anything other than Absolutely.